Hello everyone and welcome to the Business of PT podcast. I'll be your host, JT Moore. In this podcast, we will be interviewing successful physical therapists and learning about their stories in the field of PT. We will discuss a variety of topics such as entrepreneurship, careers, and pathways in physical therapy, as well as important characteristics in becoming a great PT. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you liked it, make sure to subscribe to get updates when new podcasts are released. Thanks, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. Today, we have the pleasure of having Rachel Nowak, founder and CEO of Pathway to DPT with us. Rachel, thanks for coming on the podcast. Hi, JT. Thanks so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. Like I, like in our previous discussion, this is my first time on a podcast, so I'm very much um, honored that you invited me, and I'm so excited to share a little bit more about Pathway to DPT with you. Yeah, no, thanks for coming on. Like, this is a learning experience for both of us. And yeah, just a little bit of a background, um, how me and Rachel know each other. So we are both actually currently in the NAU DPT Phoenix Biomedical Campus program. Um, And we're both actually in our final year. We just finished our finals, our portion of our didactic, and are about to start our clinical rotations. And how have you been enjoying that, Rachel? Oh, it's um, exciting. You know, I think it was definitely a stressful moment leading up to where we're at today, but I think, you know, now that we're going off to clinical, they kind of just feels real. It's like, wow, we're going to be a PT in December. We're going to be um, actually in the clinic for these whole 30 weeks. So definitely more than excited. And I think you are as well, JT. Yeah, no, it's definitely kind of crazy to think that we're done with the didactic portion of our, our schooling. And now we're truly being able to be physical therapists, kind of what we love to do. And we're doing that full time mm-hmm. now. So it should be really good. Um, so yeah, would you be able to just introduce yourself a little bit to the audience and give a background of yourself? Of course. So like JT said, my name is Rachel. I am um, the founder and CEO of Pathway to TPT. But I feel like I always tell students and everyone, that's just a part of a little part of who I am. Um, I'm also, like JT said, a student as well. So I'm able to really share you know, the student life and like the entrepreneurial business side of my life. Um, as well as just enjoying the Arizona lifestyle. I, I've, I've lived here for like 15 years or more, and so I absolutely love the Arizona desert um, and exploring new areas. So that's you know what I also do in my free time as well. So a little bit about who I am, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Um, and so what kind of got you into, into physical therapy? How did you get introduced to that, and why did you decide to have a career in that field? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. I I think when I think about it years in past, it all stemmed from my mom. Um, growing up, you know, she had a lot of like health conditions. She has like a genetic condition right now um, called Marfan syndrome. And so with that, you know, she has always been to different providers trying to find help and assistance. And what I found through her story and her journey is that PT was the only one to really help with her pain and her improving her lifestyle. And so growing up seeing that, I was always in awe of how like movement could be so uh, rehabilitative and beneficial for her. And so going through that path and reading more about physical therapy and seeing it now in these various clinical rotations they've had prior to PT school and in PT school, um, I've just really kind of fell in love with how PTs can be a part of everyone's lifestyle, whether it's in the hospital, in the outpatient setting or you know even working with those high level elite athletes we can help so many individuals in so many different ways and that's kind of how 
I fell in love with this profession. And so I, I kind of attribute it to my mom and her story, but uh, that was just the, the springboard for this whole passionate story that I've created over the years. That is awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Compared to everyone else that I've heard, I feel like they've had kind of personal experiences with it, like themselves mm-hmm. getting injured, but you being able to see your mom and see the benefit that physical therapy's had in her life, um, that's super cool to be able to see that play a role in your decision making. So give a little bit of background of Pathway to DPT. What is that exactly and, and why did you create that? Of course, yeah. So Pathway to DPT is basically my coaching service and a support system for pre-PTs or aspiring PTs who want to go that path. I created this really because when I look back at my own path and the application process more specifically, it was a hard process. It was stressful. And I think, yeah, JT, you can attest to that. It's, it takes a lot of time, effort, energy. And I felt very lost on that journey. And when I was applying, I really wanted someone else to help me. I was looking for resources. I really wanted a guide or someone to tell me I'm on doing the right thing. I'm saying the right stuff. But nothing was out there. So afterwards, after I applied and got accepted to schools and started my own journey afterwards, I realized I want to provide be that support system for others. I want to be that person where I can guide others and tell them, yes, they're on the right path, or maybe we can add some more to your application to really boost boost your chances of getting accepted this year. And so that's kind of why I created Pathway TBT. And it kind of all stems around the three pillars that I often like to say are, I help educate students, I help provide them enriching experiences and help them find you know, what they're passionate about. And then ultimately make them feel empowered that they can guide their own path and guide a successful path uh, where they can go and get their DPT one day. That is awesome. You know, that's something that I, I remember learning about from you and I was so impressed that you were able to do this already while you're still in physical therapy school. Um, but I agree. I definitely remember going through the process and feeling overwhelmed at times. And honestly, my only referral, I worked at an outpatient as a technician mm-hmm. and I was able to just ask them. But some of them had been out for a while, so they hadn't been the most up-to-date on certain things um, right. how things had changed. So yeah, definitely, I feel this is a really valuable resource. So yeah, with it, what was the kind of the learning curve? What was the process of creating your own company? And what are some important things you learned along the way? Yeah. You know, I think it's interesting because I think social media and just media in general present creating company as something that's kind of easy, um, at least at what I found. But what I've realized, it is not, at least on my end. Um, it's definitely a bumpy road, and there's definitely things that you have to consider. Luckily, my mom is in the business and tax world, so she was able to help me with that. But uh, running your own company, there's definitely that legal aspect you need to take care of, the insurance, the license, which take a while, as well as, you know, you are the sole person running the company, at least, uh, like in my instance. So you kind of have to wear all the different hats. You have to be like the coach, the face of the company, the uh, business person, the marketing person, social media, content creator. So I've just learned that it's definitely something you have to learn to balance, but it's amazing learning opportunity. And I honestly would say that I wish everyone had the opportunity just to try it at least for once, because you learn so many great skills from creating your own company and your own business. 
Yeah. And as you talked about that, it reminded me um, of one of your posts on Instagram, kind of about all the different roles that you have within the company. Mm-hmm. And I really love that. It was really fun just to be able to see you and just to say you or all of them just kind of do doing uh, different thanks. things. Um, but what would you say with that social media, what is the importance of social media in today's world with businesses? You said that everyone displays it as being super easy, but is social media a valuable tool and how has it become a tool that you've used? Yeah, so even though, it, like I said, it is something where it presents um, businesses in a certain way, it also can help your business in so many different ways. So, for example, you know, if you have a viral post um, or a post that is able to reach so many more people than just your email list, um, that's powerful. And I think, you know, with the new social media networks that are coming up and in the future, I know, like, Clubhouse is a, a new one that, some individuals are hopping on, as well as TikTok, obviously, is a big one nowadays. So definitely it helps to get your name out there, helps for people to really recognize who you are, see your personality, and um, see how valuable your information or content is. So I would, I think, you know, honestly, for me, that's probably one of the biggest referrals that I have. And I get new DMs every day and every week ask it from students asking, hey, do you have any advice and tips on the jury or applications? And so I'm just I'm just thankful that we live in a world right now where um, social media is so big and it's so beneficial to helping small businesses like my own. Yeah, and so with that, you said that it was one of your big referral sources. What else have you used to be able to create? Because you're so early on in the process, how are you able to create those connections and be able to help people connect to you and, and then turn help them? How have you done that and what have been some ways that have been successful for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I really just stand by being my true self and being authentic. So I always will have opportunities where students can ask questions. You know, I'll do like Instagram polls and be like, hey, like, what questions do you have? Do, should we do a Q&A? And, and I'll go in an in-depth post um, as a response for your question. Or I always tell people that my messages, whether it's emails or DMs, are always open. So I'm always here trying to provide free kind of content for students because I know everyone is at different levels. You know, some people can afford the cost of coaching and others can't. And I still want to provide for everyone regardless. And so for me, that's kind of just being myself is really how I've been able to leverage those connections and been able to get new students. Um, But I'd also say, you know, some of the students I have worked with and who are, you know, on PT school now and continuing on their path have shared their their story and their appreciation, I guess you can say, for my services and what they liked about it to their friends and family. And just that um, word of mouth has also really helped for me to get new students as well. Awesome. Well, that was really cool. You mentioned like being able to see the people's success as they are able to get into PT mm-hmm. school. And it was, why is that so gratifying to you? And why, maybe if you could share a story that you've that's really impacted you and helped you realize like what you're doing is so valuable and that you're able to make such an impact on people's lives. Yeah. Um, you know, when I, when you ask that question, there is one student that comes to mind. Um, it is one student that her, we'll call it like her situation was a little different. And I think, you know, one thing that I've learned is that every student that I work with, I learn something new. Um, it's not just, Oh, here's another student. It's the same old, same old. I make it individual. I really try to figure out, you know, how we can work together as like a partnership. 
And with this one student, I, I learned that she's an international student. And that's something that honestly, starting the company, I didn't even think about as a potential student of mine. But she's an international student. And she was telling me kind of the hardship of, you know, not having as many opportunities because she's an international student with regards to like having a tech or a PT tech job or a position, um, as well as how if she doesn't get into PT school this cycle, she either has to go for her master's or she will have to um, go back to her home country. So I feel like at that point, the stakes were a lot higher for us to figure out what to do and figure out how to play her strengths within the application process. And so for me, you know, when she told me she got accepted to, I think, I think she got accepted to all her program she applied to which was amazing um, and she got scholarships it was just like so heartwarming to hear that you know she can continue on her path that she wants to and doesn't have to derail just because she didn't get accepted so for me that has been like one of the most eye-opening stories but also the most gratifying because knowing that she and, and herself was so happy um, and was able to continue on was huge that's awesome well wow, that's like really cool especially as you talked about the stakes being so high with the timing mm-hmm. and everything for her. So to be able to help her, not only to get into one school, but to get into multiple and be so successful, yeah. that's awesome. That's really, really cool. What would you say maybe some of your content, just to give a little bit of background on it, what is some of your content and some of the things that you teach people, just to give a little bit of interest to them? Of course, yeah. So the content that I usually post, at least on social media, is kind of just advice. Um, so a lot of times I get questions about you know, resources, whether it's GRE resources, where to volunteer, I will post, you know, why it's so important and here are some suggestions. I will also post questions um, that are challenging, you know, thinking about what, I remember there's one post I did is like, what would life would be without PT? And that's not necessarily something where it's just for pre-PT students. It can be for anyone going into this field. Um, I think it's a challenging question to think about, you know, how life would be different without a rehab science like what we do, how more people might be on pain meds and not using you know, their activity to monitor um, their pain and their function. So that's kind of where I will ask questions like that. I will give tips and advice on applications. So you know, the post I'm gonna post, it, or post later today is all about you know, what students can do as they prepare for the PTCAS opening this June, July time period. So I kind of give free advice that way as well. And so I just kind of want students to realize that there are so many resources out there and that um, they can always come to me for questions in, in case that I don't cover everything on my social media pages. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to be able to, I, I feel like at least going on there, I've seen reading your content that I wish I would have followed something like that earlier to be able to have some Mm -hmm. advice because it was very daunting and just getting those insights of people who just recently, um, I actually found one of my friends who was just applying to PT school right before me and that was really helpful. And so to be able to have people that are recent in it and are really helping and you were able to coach them through the whole process and have gone through it, it's such an invaluable process and invaluable tool to have. But with that, what would you say is probably the biggest challenge in deciding to become an entrepreneur? What's been the biggest challenge so far that you've had? I would say the balancing of the work for the business and being an entrepreneur and school. I think, you know, it's hard trying to balance something that 
for most individuals who are just solely entrepreneurs, it's their constant lifestyle. It's their 24 hour gig. So for me, it's, it's been a little tough, especially during this last semester, balancing that side as well as school, which is like a 40 hour plus kind of work week scenario. And so that has been the hardest, but I will say, you know, the nice thing about being an entrepreneur is that it's flexible. You know, you can make the own, your own rules, you can make your own decisions. And so there are moments like this week that I will have a lot more free time. And so with that, I will be able to create more content. I'll be able to do opportunities like this and be on podcasts and do other speaking events. And so that's been a nice thing. Um, and I just enjoy the flexibility because PTs, although we have pretty specific jobs of like nine to five or it's like seven to seven if you do really long days, it's still a great opportunity to fit in a little bit of that business time, whether it's before work or after the clinic as well. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel like that's something that I really resonate with as well. Like eventually I want to become my own entrepreneur in the field and being able to have that flexibility is something that I feel is so invaluable because eventually I'll have my own mm-hmm. family and everything and I want to be able to spend time with them but not be bound to having that job and having to be so set with that. So I think that's such an important thing that although we love the profession and are going to do the most to help others succeed, we want to have that flexibility as well. And so I think that's a reason why a lot of us love doing that. So would you say you have any future entrepreneurial goals because you're so early on, um, we're still in our clinical rotations. What do you have for the future? What are some goals that you might have for the future that you want to achieve? Yeah, so I was thinking about this um, the past week while watching Shark Tank. If you've ever watched that show, it's, it's amazing. I it. Highly recommend it. And I've always, you know, had this feeling that I want to create a PT product. I don't know, like a physical product. It's different than coaching. It's going to be separate than like Pathway DPT. But at this point, I don't know yet what that product's going to be. I just know that one day I want to create a product, whether it's for PTs or our patients to help improve their lifestyle or or a specific aspect of their life so uh, i'll keep a, you posted once i figure it out but no it. i want to i want to hear about that for sure no i love shark tank and i've always thought about the same thing like what can i do to be able to help progress the the physical therapy world what, like there has mm-hmm. to be something to be able to progress and just analyzing what's going on currently and trying to figure out a product like you said to be able to help that that's, yeah. that's cool i really uh, shark tank's an awesome show that's like a fun one for me definitely too. There we go. Would you say along this process, have you been able to find any mentors and how has that been a process or have you kind of learned it as you've gone by yourself or a little bit of both? What would you say? Um, I would say probably a little bit of both. Obviously, there are people on like social media that I've definitely looked up to myself and I've gotten great advice from, um, not through one-on-one coaching, but just in general, like hearing their um, they have podcasts and their posts and everything um, it has definitely helped me with my business adventures. But I would also say, you know, I think within the world of entrepreneurship, there's so many resources out there that you can almost pick pieces from each individual that you like. So obviously you can have multiple mentors, but I, I think, you know, looking at all my notes um, and reflecting back on how I created Pathway, I definitely took components from, I would say, five different people that I look up to and and the just the general business coaching kind of worlds and so one I remember one piece of advice that one of them shared and I think this is so important is that um, they said don't care about what other people are doing and do whatever you want to do as long as you're doing it with passion and confidence 
And I think that's so true because I think in business um, and entrepreneurship, it's it's kind of, people think it's like a fight, right? It's like, oh, there's too many people in this field. I'm not going to go in this field. But I think what's unique about it is that, um, at least in like the coaching world, it's there can be so many different coaches, but people are not buying necessarily the coach or the sessions just to say, I have a session, I have a mentor, but they're buying it for that one person. So they're buying coaching sessions from me because they want to work with me. They're buying packages from me because they want my advice. And so that's where I have to recognize um, that it's not necessarily about the product, but it's about who you are. And as long as you stay true to that, that's the most important thing you can and do in business and entrepreneurship. I really like that advice. I think that's, and especially how you mentioned earlier about how you, you contact your content, you want it to be authentic. And I feel like that's something, mm-hmm. knowing you in person and also like being able to follow you on your social media platforms, I've been able to see like, yeah, that's who you are. You're able to, someone that's willing to help out, willing to share that advice, but in a very nice, uh, caring fashion. You're not someone that's going to be Kind of showing that they're superior or anything and i feel like right. being able to see you as a person and seeing your your content that's the real makes so much sense to me that as they're not buying it just to have it they're buying it because they want you like you're the product mm-hmm. in that sense of coaching and i feel like yeah i'm thinking about that now like in the future with my physical therapy if i open up my own clinic or whatever it is yeah i want it to be they're interested in in the product as in the physical therapist that myself and whoever else will i work with that's such an important thing exactly. so that makes that makes a lot of sense. I really like that. Yeah, thank you. Really good. Um, yeah, so with that, what is something that you would wish you would learn sooner that now you've learned and it's been such a big help, but you wish you had learned it a little bit sooner possibly? Do you have anything like that? Hmm. Um, I would probably say, you know, in business, it's a bumpy road. And I think this kind of alludes to what I said before. It's not a linear road of growth, you know, and it's going to be you have days where you're up, like, hey, you got a sale, you got a new student. And then you have days when you're like, wow, no one has looked at my content for these last few days. And so I think what you have to recognize is that you have to look at the big picture, you know, look at things maybe from month to month or even year to year and see your growth. It's something where it will fluctuate based on the t- time of year and trends, especially on social media. And so I think with that, it's kind of recognizing that it doesn't mean that your content's bad. It doesn't mean that you're not doing a great job in what you do, but it just means that you just have to learn to adapt a little more. You have to learn to recognize if something's not working, how can I fix it? How can I change my direction, my mindset a little bit so that I can connect more, I can reach more of the audience that I want to reach. Yeah, no, that's really, really insightful. It's definitely, I think in social media world, there's so much instant gratification sometimes, so that can be a little discouraging, but to really find that that long-term outlook on everything. So with that, um, another question maybe I would have is, what has been the most interesting aspect or most challenging aspect of creating that content? What have you really reflected on or thought about as you've created content? No, that's a really good question, JT. I would say... There's two parts to this, I will say. Content, I think, is presented, in a, as long as it's presented in a visually appealing graphic way, that is one way to grab your attention of the audience. I think another is obviously the actual information in your brain. So 
what I've learned is that graphics, especially on social media, at least on Instagram, graphics have been something to, very eye-catching. You know, if you show something where it's like one of the posts that has gotten probably some of the most amount of views on my page is one where I highlight, you know, why is it so important to be a PT tech uh, if you have the opportunity? And then with that one, I made like a circle or like a pie graph showing, you know, five, six different reasons why. And I think with that, it really resonated in a visual way of, hey, you know, being a PT tech, obviously that's a great experience being in the PT world. But, you know, if you look at it deeper, you think about, okay, well, it helps with your communication skills. It helps with your uh, ability to educate patients on exercises, set them up on modalities, learning about, you know, ultrasound and TENS. It also helps with working on communication and uh, managing your time and working as a team. So I think in that post, for example, I really resonated with individuals because they were one, visually able to see all that within the post, but two, it really highlighted how one role as a PT tech has so many different avenues in terms of like skill sets and benefits. Um, And so that's just one example. And I think more posts like that, that are educational, that make people think more, that challenge them, are the ones that actually do the best um, out there on social media. Gotcha. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that post that you had there. And so that's that's cool to be able to see the thought process in creating that valuable content. So yeah, I guess just one of the biggest things, just to I want to start to wrap it up. What would you say is the best piece of advice that you could give to somebody starting out right now? Somebody that wants to be an entrepreneur in the fields of physical therapy. What would you say to them um, to really kind of help them on the right foot? I think the main thing that I would tell individuals is that just get started. I think the first step of that big leap is the hardest part. But once you take that leap and you go for it full in with your whole heart, your passion, your drive, I think that's when, you know, you'll see um, all of that hard work pay off. And so I will, that's kind of my biggest advice. I think too many of us start too late. And like, for example, I think for myself, I even started a little too late with starting Pathway DBT. And so it's something that I wish I did start a few months earlier than I did. And so if you can, I would highly recommend, you know, any piece of advice you take away from this is just to start right now. Whether it's perfect or not, just get started. No, that that makes sense. I, I resonate with you on that as well. I mm-hmm. I had thought about making the podcast for a while, then I got really motivated in it, and then I started getting sidetracked with other things, and was like, oh, it's going to be a hard process, and yeah. I kind of tried away. And it's definitely once you get into it, you learn so much more. And like we had talked about a little before, like editing and all these different parts of the podcast. I would have only learned if I had started it. And so, yeah, getting started early. And I feel like you started earlier than most people being an entrepreneur in the field of PT, being in school still. So that's that's awesome that you say to start as early as possible. So just another one. What is your why? Why would you say that you became an entrepreneur in the field of physical therapy? What is that motivation? You kind of mentioned the aspect of getting into PT because of your mom. But mm-hmm. what is your why of becoming an entrepreneur? Yeah. So like I said earlier, I've, I kind of always had this spark. I've always thought, you know, entrepreneurship was so interesting. And it's something where I, I definitely wish I took, you know, some classes at ASU um, to kind of foster that earlier on. But um, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I kind of felt that if, I, if there's a way that I can help someone else in a different light, then I want to. And so that's where I realized 
well, if I want to help other students, why not create a business out of it? Why not create this whole platform where it can be like a go-to resource for someone? And so kind of, I think that's kind of where it sparked, where I, I combined, you know, my, my person, I guess my personality of always wanting to help and serve others with what I know best. And that's, you know, the process and the whole PT world. And so I kind of, I feel like I almost just like merged my two worlds together and, and that's how Pathway DPT was created. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I love that you're able to combine those two passions and, and bring that those DPT, Pathway to DPT was formed. Um, so yeah, if someone's interested in talking to you and being able to enter into contact with you and your company, what would be the best way to contact you? What would you say? What are some different ways to go about that? Of course. So if anyone's interested, you know, you can feel free to look at my website. It's www.pathwaytodpt.com. The email is there as well, and that's pathwaytodpt at gmail.com. Uh, but you can also, like I've always said, my my messages and social medias are always open. So feel free to send me a message or a DM, and you can reach out that way. And I'm always I'm always answering. I'm always on my phone. So definitely um, you'll hear apply pretty soon afterwards. Awesome. Okay. And thank you. Thank you so much, Rachel, for coming on. I hope that everyone heard that can go to her site and check it out. It's great content. And it's been really enjoyable to be able to talk with you. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you be able to create as a PT product in the future. Oh, thank you. Yes. Thank you. I just want to say a big thank you to you, JT. I, like I said, this is my first podcast and I'm so honored to be a part of it and to be a part of the series of PTs and entrepreneurship. I think it's an amazing field and an area that I think is just going to keep growing year after year. And so I'm just so excited for you and your podcast as well. So uh, best of luck to you and let me know if I can help out in any way. No, definitely. We will. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the podcast. I hope you liked that episode. If you did, make sure to subscribe and also leave a review. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next time.